0: this is margaret Cobe fragments with another episode of diabetic survival so i have some i have some good news you know i you know i i have been I, i'll have to admit it's been a little bit of a depressing week but i have some good news there's always light or a silver lining at the end of the tunnel or on that fringe or whatnot but um anyways uh a couple things one is eggs they're still expensive right so going to the store and paying four dollars a dozen if not more um i feel like i've kind of entered into this really weird loop Uh, now it starts low prices four dollars uh anywhere up to four to eight dollars for a dozen like it's crazy out there just depending on where you're shopping um wanted to say that first and foremost i actually broke down and bought some eggs uh probably about a week or two ago anyways i got a good price on it i bought it in at walmart it was uh two 18 packs around eight dollars so it was around four dollars uh you know four dollars for 18 which wasn't bad um or eight dollars for two of them which is the same a lot of eggs 36 eggs let's see this is my math yeah something like that so not bad definitely not bad uh, there are cheaper options, though. Um, it's not at Walmart, unfortunately. Most people get their eggs at Walmart that I know of, or Costco, or Sam's Club. They're just expensive right now. Uh, there was, um, something that I was reading that at Family... Or it's either, uh, Family General, or General Dollar, or Family Dollar, or something like that. They actually have eggs at two fifty a dozen. But, there are other options. And, of course, that, that's in the, uh, I guess, a pin, the, uh... Pennsylvania Philadelphia area okay so anyways um so eggs looks like um like it's like the new gas prices it's like okay you want lower gas prices well we're going to raise the prices of your eggs so it's kind of like a no-win situation so if they do not you know wipe out your finances through high gas fees and they're just going to wipe it out through high egg fees okay and everything else you might consume because you're trying to eat more natural. There's just no way of bucking around it or so I thought. There's no way of bucking it. I found an app though that was actually quite interesting. It is called what was it? What was the app? It's like Farmish or something like that. Let's see if I can find the name of it here. Farmish was it oh it's yeah it's called the Farmish app and uh, on the Farmish app I I wanted to actually I haven't like I signed up for this for like the uh, information the details on it so I haven't really fully checked it out yet but I'm actually quite excited about this app if it does work because this means that you can buy produce straight from the farmers and have it you know, just pick it up for a lot less expensive and actually get produce in your general area. You know, if I had one of those applause machines, I would actually play it right now because I'm so excited about that. Um, To be able to get farm fresh eggs in the region or fresh meats or whatever. And it's a little bit less expensive than the stores, not by much. But here's the kicker, people. The kicker is... And, of course, this is... Um, I would assume that this is just in the U.S. I mean, you can try it, like, in Canada or one of those places. And let me know if it actually works for you. But um, the kicker is is that you're actually getting local produce. It's not mass-produced. It... Kind of weird. Um, it may end up causing a little... Like, okay, I'm like... I'm a little bit on the fence with it because I'm a little bit like... Okay, is this stuff safe to eat because... I mean, all right. So I've been told to eat, you know, to go to the local farmers, buy, by certain doctors and, you know, to go to and get the freshest produce. So farmer's market obviously has this. Hopefully they're not buying it from the stores and mass selling it as, you know, they grow it themselves, you know, I used to see that in Phoenix all the time. But anyways, um, and in Idaho, I saw that in Idaho too, where they were, Trying to play off that they had produced this themselves and it came straight from the store. But anyways, um, so the Farmish app, and this is good for sellers and this is good for buyers. It's is produce that you have to actually create yourself. There are several guidelines, so make sure you get the guideline the guideline, download the guidelines that go along with it. it's like seven pages or something but then you can be selling produce to your community so if you happen to have those chickens that lay a lot of eggs and you have not been impacted by ins- for instance by the feed supply problem like they were having like they were feeding you know the, the bad feed from purina or whatnot and i think the whole world knows about that by now then uh <laughs> you know you could be selling you know your local eggs in your your, your area and you're not going to have to ship out so far hopefully That's, I think, what the idea is on it. And so I've been thinking about some possibilities. Now I really want to farm because I want to do like microgreens or um, honey or something of that nature. I need to get some land and actually grow something. I think it'd be a great idea. That's just point blank. That sounds fascinating to me. To be able to do something for the community, Uh, local grown produce amazing maybe we're not gonna have to come up with the villages after all maybe maybe we could actually learn to work in uh our polluted cities that they're trying to kill us in so you know maybe this is good or you know um okay so anyways that's the good news um you know you got the farm app you have eggs and you know we're just trying to you know survive in this crazy world where you know they're killing us with train wrecks and stuff so anyways okay and spilt chemicals into the water so there was another it, you know it's kind of funny because i wasn't getting a lot of information on the whole train wreck that happened in uh, east palestine in uh the beginning around the time that happened maybe they were still trying to process the information and stuff but um sources have said that they are testing the water in the ohio, ohio river and they're saying They're claiming that it's within the FDA standards that you can actually drink it. I didn't trust them before. I certainly don't trust them now. And I'm a little bit skeptical, honestly. So I've been drinking a lot of bottled water lately. um, Just because uh, I want to protect my telomeres for as long as I possibly can. Okay, so anyways, moving on. If you don't know what telomeres is, look it up. There's a lot of information on YouTube and the web on that so, um, there's something else that the FDA is doing. And some of you Lucky Charms fans that go down the aisle and you can eat all that sweet, sickly sweet cereal that you eat when you were like five or something. I got some really bad news for you. And, and you white bread eaters, bad news. I have some bad news for you. So the FDA is now going to consider, because these, these, what used to be branded healthy cereals, you know, tricks. Um, Lucky Charms um, I can't even name all Oh, Raisin Brand These used to be considered good cereals, right? No, they're not And I've I've been saying this. A lot of people have been saying this. They're like, have you seen how much sugar is in the product? These these are not healthy people, okay? So um, some of you non-diabetics may disagree with me, or you newbies. But anyways, if you're new to listening to this channel, thank you for actually listening. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry to, like, bombard you with such weird information. But okay, so the cereals are not good for you to consume. Uh, White bread is not good for you to consume. I'm not quite sure how they're going to handle sourdough. I really, like when I do eat bread, I really love the heck out of sourdough bread. So I'm going to see, I'm going to be very sad to see that um, they're now going to label it as junk food. But I kind of knew that it was anyways. And it's been a long time since I've had sourdough. So I'm, I'm just, you know, I got my favorites too. And it's it's like, okay, sayonara, white bread, bye. You know, I can't have you anymore. I know I haven't had you in like six months, but still I can't have you. And I'm okay with that. I'm a diabetic. I can't have that stuff anyways. So, yeah, they're, they're actually, FDA has finally said, we have to relabel some of these products. Some of the bread, some of the cereals. And I'm glad that they're getting the start on it. And kudos to whoever is in the FDA who's pushing through these changes. Now they are getting a lot of backlash too. And of course that's from the makers of these cereals because you know they gotta keep their stockholders happy. And of course their stockholders are not gonna be happy. And you know what stockholders, who freaking cares? You think that I was happy when JC Penney went out of business and I lost all my money, all my shares, and JC Penny. No, I was not happy. Um, so sometimes you've got to know when to fold them as Kenny Rogers would say. So you might want to reinvest in something else because, you know, this is going to be labeled as junk food. Um, I wouldn't be surprised though, if Baskin Robbins or some of these other ice cream eateries like, uh, Cold Stone, if they didn't start like taking like Lucky Charms and Uh, Tricks cereal and like crush it up and make it something if they haven't already if they started sprinkling it on top of ice cream because you know as we know all we all know ice cream isn't healthy so um and and that that would actually make a really good topper there's nothing like crunchy stuff on ice cream (coughs) anyways so just an idea out there for you junk food junkies who can still eat junk food they also say I guess there was something about um meat. Meat prices are supposed to, to double and uh which is unfortunate and the fake meat, which is already doubled in price from what you can actually buy a burger. What do they call that meat? Uh I, I've had it once and I don't like it. Um I forgot uh the impossible like like it's kinda like the impossible burger that, that Burger King has, where it's not real meat anyways um i guess their sales was slumped by about 17 percent. they were only affected 17 percent. i'm really surprised um because they don't taste good at all i wonder who's buying them. probably burger king um <clears throat> but amongst other things so so just so, so you know bread products are probably i wouldn't be surprised if in the future you can't even buy this stuff anymore like flour and um bread products and stuff of that nature while they become a little bit more um heart healthy and more conscious about what actually does work on the body and what doesn't work on the body because um see bread products the reason why they're planning on putting the not help putting the not healthy category is because it affects a lot more the population when it comes to prediabetes than you'd think. And so, for some people, it's, you, you know, you're already predestined to have diabetes. I mean, your family members have had it generations upon generations upon generations. Uh, but there's some people that they don't even have it in their family and they get pre diabetic and then diabetic and they're like, what the heck? You know, it's where did this pop up from? And then that's where the health, the, the eating habits come from. So, um, and some people they just eat healthy and they still get diabetes because it runs in their family so or they got a cold when they're younger you know like for the uh, type ones but that's another story for another day that i probably will not ever talk about okay so diabetes type one um no experience here so i can't really talk about it i don't really want to because i don't want to <laughs> misinform anybody on type one diabetes it's horrible um there's one more thing i wanted to talk about let me think here for a minute See, normally I'm really good about outlining stuff and and taking notes and jotting things down. But I had just read all this information. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can retain all of it. I did actually uh, give you a good gist of what I had actually memorized, um, which is really cool. So if I just read it, then I can actually talk about it and say, hey, do this, do that, do that, do that. And I'm, I'm pretty good about it, but sometimes... If I don't do an outline, then I forget certain things. There was one more important thing that I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Now I remember what it is. Okay, now I'm at like 100%, and I'm in 14 minutes in, so I'm pretty proud of myself. This next thing I did want to talk about for a while, because it's kind of grossing me out. Probably wondering what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Right now in Europe be glad that you're not buying meat in europe one is very high priced if you're in europe i'm sorry to tell you this you're paying more for meat than we are in the u.s and i really hope that doesn't catch over here okay but there's something else that i found shocking um and i've talked about this before of course it may be in one of those recordings i didn't fully record um but okay prepare to be shocked or not. I, I may have actually talked about this, but the World Economic Forum thinks that it's a good idea that the population eat crickets. Yeah, you heard me, right? Crickets. Powdered cricket powder, yuck stuff. I, I don't even like looking at crickets, let alone even thinking about eating them. I certainly don't want to eat a creature I don't know anything about. Except for the fact that if you're allergic to shellfish, which I am now going to be allergic to shellfish even if I'm not. Um, they put this in certain types of meat. And I'm like, how do they, how do they protect the consumer in the European Union from this, this cricket powder they're actually putting in their meats? I guess it's to congeal things like a ground beef product um, or maybe sausages. I'm not sure what they're putting it in. They're not, as far as I know, putting it in the food supply chain here in America yet. But you can actually buy, for instance, the powdered crickets. And of course, this is a high allergen alert. Anybody who's allergic to shellfish or, for instance, people who have religious convictions where they can't eat shellfish. This is probably not a good idea, people. Um, Probably because a lot of people are allergic to it. So let's hope that it doesn't actually hit the supply chain and if it does we need to get like um a petition out there where we actually demand that this be taken out now, some of you people might be laughing at me maybe you eat crunchy crickets and you like to dip them in chocolate and eat them as like a delicacy or whatever and they taste great and they're crunchy and they taste like a french fry or something like that i don't care i don't want to eat a cricket i don't want to eat any bug i don't want to have to eat any bug that's that That to me is ridiculous. I I don't want to eat bugs. I I mean, I'm okay with what I am eating. the Chicken, fish, beef, natural ingredients. I like what I'm eating. I'm okay with that. It, It grooves with my religious preference, too. So, anyways. I would have to say one of the best things you can do to change things is like i think it's like change.org where you can get like petitions certain petitions actually made up where if you're really offended by something you can actually get that petition out then you get your million signatures and you send it in to your uh congress people and um it's it's a movement for change or you could just call them up yourself and just say hey you know this is going on and blah blah blah. but if you have like a million people back in you it it's probably gonna move mountains a little bit easier for you so um and please if you're going to start a petition on change.org about be- bringing lucky charms or tricks back and not making it junk food etc i mean come on give me a break okay probably not gonna be not on the diabetes channel right i didn't give you that information okay so um yeah i'm not too happy about the whole bug thing because um it's not an answer to all of our problems not everybody eats shrimp um some people they can have like a very small minute amount of shrimp that's it some people they really have an allergic reaction to it Um, like for instance, I can eat shrimp on occasion, but if I eat too much of it, it makes me sick. So it's not necessarily, um, what I actually want to put into my diet, but I'm going to tell you golden corral when you eat, I haven't had their, their popcorn shrimp in a long time, but they make like a coconut type shrimp. That's absolutely delicious. Um, but then again, like, you know, one or two pieces and that's it. That's pushing it anything else i might vomit so you know (laughs) gotta be picky about this but if crickets have the same effect if they're putting a lot of this cricket powder you know as a congealer or whatever they're using it for which i think is so gross i just i can't even talk about it i'm just like i can't believe they're even thinking about that like how stupid is a wef anyways they're here trying to solve economic problems by creating problems. I just don't see it. If you make a problem ten times worse than what it actually is, it's probably not a good solution or an idea. So, um, yeah, there's that. So, um, I found this part interesting. When it comes to... World news and stuff. Now, back in 2022, a lot of people lost their jobs. You know, people on Twitter, people at um, Tesla, people in certain techie type fields, people who thought that they had it set on their jobs like they'd have them forever, and they were losing their jobs because they weren't working hard enough. They weren't working 24 7 or whatever their employers were asking them to work, which is kind of ridiculous. So, I mean, they're laying off like thousands and thousands of workers. Meanwhile, you get on Twitter, and Biden's tech, like, I don't know what's going through his mind sometimes. You get on there. It's like, we've created 10,000 jobs and our economy is stronger than it's ever been. And I'm here thinking, I'm making about half what I used to make. And that still wasn't very good. Um, and I'm spending more money than I actually make right now. So this is really not good for me. So I don't know exactly where statistics are, or where these jobs are coming up from, but I'm telling you, like, for instance, the pay here in West Virginia has dropped to, you know, minimum wage, practically, which I found out was like eight fifty, I think, which is not even really a livable wage, unless you want to live out of your car, if you even have a car now. Um, it hasn't been repoed already, <clears throat> But um, this type of economy, especially living by yourself, is near impossible if you're single. It's near impossible at minimum wage. But I guess there's people who do it. They just don't drive cars. And they happen to have a halfway decent job that they have to travel, you know, five miles to. And, you know, um, anyways, if you're over, if you're under 18, you're just screwed. If you're going to take an Uber, unless you're going to have your adult, an adult ride with you. Oh, that was something else I was going to talk about. Um, I I found it kind of funny because on the Farmer's Market app that I was telling you about, um, you can be 13 and older to actually order produce on that too. How cool is that? That's really cool. You can't even ride in an Uber until you're 18, but you can buy Farmer's Produce. Super cool. So now parents can get their teenagers to go shopping for them, I guess right that's kind of cool little chore to do um but yeah you got to be 18 or older now mind you I started driving at 15 and a half so um things have changed a little bit like and I I I get it they want teenagers and young folk to stay home a lot longer than normal because they kind of need it it's kind of chaotic out there so they're, they're making stipulations such as you cannot smoke cigarettes until you're 21. I just found that out recently, too. Like, for instance, if you were 18 thinking you were going to finally get your first pack of smokes, nope, isn't going to happen until you're 21. I found this out from an 18-year-old. <laughs> so I thought it was kind of funny and kind of sad and kind of stupid all at the same time. Imagine them passing that law in this 18, 19-year-old who had been buying cigarettes, just found out that they could not buy cigarettes anymore, but they're already addicted to it. That's funny and that's sad all at the same time because there, I don't think there's anything worse than nicotine addi- addiction. So, um, I mean, drug obviously drugs are bad. Don't do that. But, Anyways. Oh, yes, and there was one more thing I wanted to talk about. And that is it's kind of scary too there's this new maybe i shouldn't talk about because i can't remember the name of the drug but maybe you know what it is uh they've been dubbing it the zombie drug and i guess there's some place in again pennsylvania because I, i guess i'm getting my news source from there but people are injecting these drugs uh they have either fentanyl in them or something else i don't know much about drugs so clue me in here people but it actually has this flesh could is or can have this flesh eating virus in it so when you inject it it's like because they're going for the euphoria right they ha- it has some kind of like flesh eating virus in it like it'll start dissolving your skin and stuff and they were showing these gruesome pictures of people with like these sores on them and uh they were saying it was something that the narcan can't even fix so um and of course this happens a lot I guess in the slums where people are you know not doing all that great so um kind of scary what's going on out there people just really scary I mean I I don't think I would like something um like some kind of flesh-eating virus just dissolving my my arms and my legs or whatever you know just ooh, so gross um one of the reasons why yeah it's it's just gross i have enough time hard enough time injecting my ozempic once a week let alone even thinking about something like that so i'm kind of a little bit grossed out um they're saying it's so bad people want that 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 euphoria that high because they feel like they're in heaven that uh even after they've lost a limb they'll start injecting their stumps like what are they thinking they're not they're gone they're what like, hopefully, somebody help these people. These people need help. Okay. So, anyways, um, I just thought I would give you tit for tat on the news, and what's going on out there, etc. Life's uh, weird. That's all i got to say. Prices are high. Jobs are scarce. Uh, money is tight. And life goes on, right? And we're just trying to survive in this diabetic world. Well, I shouldn't call it diabetic world, but we're diabetics living in the world. We're trying to survive okay so that's all i wanted to say uh thank you so much for tuning in uh if you thought this was entertaining make sure to share with your friends i don't mind and uh make sure to save it so you get the next episode i have done a few episodes this week i was kind of surprised that i had that much time to actually kill to do these episodes but um anyways uh again thank you for listening make sure to be kind to each other do something nice do something nice for yourself if nothing else uh, check out that uh, farmer's information that I was telling you about. If you have a product, this might be the time for you to get it out on the market and start selling to your local community. I, I thought that was kind of like your, your local farmer's market without having to go to the local farmer's market, if you know what I mean. Do it from the comfort of your own home. Order some fresh eggs. Yay! This will be great for the people who actually do have cluckers actually making eggs and um, want to serve their community too? They got those extra eggs they can sell. So, um, oh yes, and please don't go to uh, Tractor Supply to get eggs because it's—they're not selling eggs. They're selling egg cartons for ninety-nine cents or the eighty-nine cents or whatever ridiculous amount that they want for them. So, decided to give give you that information too because I think I had said something. Oh yes, Tractor Supply has eggs. They're eighty-nine cents. That's what they were posting online. Okay, I had no idea they were a bunch of liars. Okay, because it took me going inside, asking a representative where their fresh produce was, getting that strange look from them like, "Food? We don't sell food." And then finding out that it was just egg cartons. So it was a little bit embarrassing, and a little bit, you know, just really embarrassing. So um, I'm actually relating that to you. Don't go there for eggs. <laughs> Go there for egg cartons, and even if you can, please don't go there because I think that those are kind of expensive. Maybe check some Amazon first. All right, so thank you again for listening. This has been Margaret Kilmer Frankowitz. Please be kind to each other, and I hope that you have a great day.